chapter 14 of the gospel of Matthew is about the death of John the Baptist and we're going to read from verse 1 at that time Herod the tetrarch heard of the reputation of Jesus and said to his servants this man is John the Baptist he has been raised from the dead that is why mighty powers are at work in him now Herod had arrested John bound him and put him in prison on account of Herodias the wife of his brother Philip John had said to him it is not lawful for you to have her although he wanted to kill him he feared the people for they regarded him as a prophet but as a birthday celebration for Herod the daughter of Herodias performed a dance before the guests and delighted Herod so much that he sought to give her whatever she might ask for prompted by her mother she said give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist the king was distressed but because of his oath and the guests who were present he ordered that it be given he and John and he had John beheaded in the prison his head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who took it to her mother his disciples came and took away the corpse and buried him and they went and told Jesus praise God let us pray Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you. We welcome your presence into our hearts. We pray that, Lord, you may speak to us, speak to our lives, Lord. Help us to fix our eyes on you, to focus our mind to you, and to learn something new that is going to transform our hearts, change our lives for the greater glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So, this is a very interesting chapter that we are reading about the death of John the Baptist and he died a, a very um, sad death because even though probably this was how he was gonna die he was talking about repentance so because already he had preached and talked to Herod about the sin that he had involved himself in he chose not to repent or to leave the wife of his brother but what he did not know he arrested him and then the wickedness through the wife took over and a very sad sad story to Herodias the daughter who was given the head of John the Baptist probably wondered why the mother needed the head but as young as she would be she was just doing as the mother said by the wickedness the wickedness of Herodias caused her to want to kill John instead of coming out of sin what probably at that moment uh, they did not know was that Jesus was just around the corner so even if they killed John because he was preaching about repentance and 
pointing at the sin in their life, they were not ready to change, they were not ready to have their lives transformed, they would rather eliminate a man of God, a prophet. And Herod was um, probably, probably had the fear of killing John the Baptist, but you see Herodias did not. However, I believe the effects of this sin came back on them as the story says how they ended up their life was not very interesting. Now, Jesus heard what had happened and I believe being God, he knew everything that he has been killed by those that he has been preaching about repentance and also I believe Jesus knew that his ministry was just about to begin and he knew by this time that he came to die for sinners so when we look at Jesus and imagine the sin that he had to take on the cross of Calvary that would be one of them so Jesus died for you and I he died for every sinner in the world and even this sin the sinner the sin of Herod and Herodias and many in the world today he still died for them he still died for them and probably it would have been a very painful, painful thought or experience for Jesus to imagine or even watch this happen. But being God, it is possible he also knew that it was going to happen. Now, this leads us to the topic of our meditation, which is a problem solver. Problem solver. When a problem solver is around, that means there is no problem too great that he cannot solve. Thus, the song goes along. There is no problem too great. God cannot solve it. There is no mountain too high. God cannot reach it. There is no valley too deep, he cannot see it. I can tell you, my sister and my brother, that he'll carry you. For if he carried the weight of this world upon his shoulder, I can tell you, my friend, you see, it's very interesting that Jesus, as he was embarking on the journey of carrying the cross to Calvary, he knew exactly what sin that that cross represented. And this being one moment probably that he had to feel the pain of his cousin John dying for no sin, you know, a holy man, a man of God, you know, and he died because of sin, because of sinners who are not ready to repent. Jesus dies, is going to die on the cross from this moment because of sin, so that through him you and I might receive forgiveness and salvation. And we see the next story from verse 13 is about uh, Jesus uh, withdraws in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. And when he disembarked and saw the vast crowds, 
His heart was moved with pity for them and he cured the sick. He is a real problem solver. So he heard about John the Baptist. Then he decided to withdraw by himself probably to meditate or reflect upon what has happened and the journey of the way to Calvary. But again the crowds follow him. They heard, I don't know how, but they heard, they followed him. And when he saw them, immediately he is starting to solve their problems. He already has compassion on them. And the next thing, he's going to feed them. Feed them with that which the disciples thought was too little or nothing to actually be able to feed them. What did Jesus say? In verse 8, 17, they said to him, Five loaves and two fish are all we have here. Then he said, Bring them here to me. Is it possible that many times we feel like we are very limited, like what we have is too little, like we are not enough ourselves, like we are not able to become that which God created us to be? And he says, bring them here so we need to draw ourselves to god and when we do when we seek him he will draw us to himself whatever it is in our lives that we feel like is too little to be able to accomplish that which we desire we just need to offer it to him in faith with thanksgiving that is what we learn from this uh, feeding of the five thousand and he multiplied taking the five loaves Verse 19, and the two fish, looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. So we can never be satisfied with the little in our hands. We can only be satisfied with the little plus the blessing of God upon our lives. So when we offer to God whatever that limitation is in our lives whatever we hold in our hands that seems so limited then the blessing of god upon our lives upon that thing that is what is going to bring satisfaction and fulfillment in our lives then the next verse from verse 22 we read jesus walking on the water because he again withdraws and he goes to pray and the Bible says that he made the disciples get into the boat and proceed him to the other side when he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. While he was at the mountain, we see what happened that Jesus saw that the disciples were struggling with a storm. And he immediately came to them. They were being tossed about by the waves, verse 24, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came down to us, them walking on the water. Problem solver, his presence is solving every problem that comes. It doesn't matter whether it's food, whether it's sin, whether it's the death of John the Baptist, and now it's about the wind and waves and the storm in the sea and Jesus comes walking on the water and he said verse 27 take courage it is I do not be afraid Peter was bold enough to come up and to ask Jesus if it is him he said can I walk towards you verse 28 Peter said 
to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And again he was saved. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith. Now the funny thing is, when he was sinking, Jesus only stretched out his hand. So that means when we are closer to God is when we think that he is not close to us. It's when we get distracted. It's when we are losing faith. It's not that we are far, but we actually are close. You cannot lose faith if you didn't have faith. So to lose faith means you had faith and a situation turns up that causes you to lose faith. And it is most interesting that he only stretched out his hand and lifted Peter out of the water. The beauty of what God can do. Peter did not know that Jesus was that close, but he was real close. And the Bible records that those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. They worshipped him. And the last chapter, the last verses, 34, 35, and 36, was the healings that Jesus did at Gennesaret. The Bible records that after making the crossing, they came to a land at Gennesaret. When the men of that place recognized him, they sent a word to all the surrounding country. People brought to him all those who were sick and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on the cloak, and as many as touched it were healed. Remember, this is a town that Jesus healed a demoniac in Mark chapter 5. And when the city came to find out what had happened, they begged him to leave their town. At this point, Matthew records that they recognized him and brought many sick people who only begged him to touch the tassel of his cloak and they were healed. Is a problem solver in his presence. Problems disappear and solutions are found. May the Lord become a problem solver in our lives. May we stop seeking our own answers to problems that we do not even recognize or understand how to deal with. May we seek the Lord more, focus our mind to Him and fix our eyes on Him so He can solve every problem in our lives for the greater glory of His name. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking to us and helping us to understand something new, to learn something new from your word. Help us, Lord Jesus, to trust you more than ever, to know that there is no problem that is too great for you, that there is no problem that you cannot solve, that we may not reject the little in our hands, but that we may come to the knowledge that whatever little that is in our hands with your blessing, there is more than enough, that we may seek to trust you even when we are sinking and know that we are just an arm stretch away from our miracle, from achieving that which we really desire, from holding on to you, Jesus. Help us to focus on you, to pay homage to you, to worship you, to enthrone you at every moment and every situation of our lives. That, Lord, we may live a life of repentance, not like Herodias and Herod, who chose to kill the man of God who was preaching repentance, but that, Lord, your word may transform us and help us to grow in holiness in your name. 
and to seek you more than anything. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.